guys, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Paint the Town Dead, and I am one half of your host, Caitlin. I'm Andrew. Caitlin, did you know football is coming home? What does that mean? Is it not been home? Uh, not if you're the English. Because what? it's a it's like, like a song. Foot, that, football or football? Footy. The footy. I don't. That's soccer. Okay, football. They call it. Well, they say you know. I don't, you're trying to say like football, like, like Spanish. They do, no, they do it in, in, in Italia. Oh, and they're also playing. They're playing Italy right now. Is this like a... Uh, it uh, is the European Championships. Okay, that's what... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Because America isn't involved with anything that the rest of the world does. Well, I mean, we, Not we well. play in the World Cup sometimes, usually, mm. for good enough. Mm. Um, How yeah. many professional World League soccer teams are there in the U.S.? Um, oh, like Major League Soccer? Like, they can compete in, like, World Cup stuff. So, World Cup is, like national teams which is like a different thing than oh, i feel okay. like what you're asking okay never mind um i, I don't know sports there's a thing called the fifa w- club yeah. world cup which oh. is but nobody cares about it so everybody knows about the fifa world cup yeah but FIFA that's club the big one. world cup is different yeah okay. it's like a people don't really care about that okay i think they do it every year but it's just i don't know uh the big the big international thing for like professional teams mm-hmm is the UEFA Champions League. And that's like best teams from England, best professional teams from Spain and Italy and Germany. Where they're good. Yeah, yeah. And the U.S. doesn't participate in that because they're not a European place. We defected. That's right. We said, no, thank you. <laughs> um, so we're good. But yeah. We're going to be jerks over here by ourselves. So England is uh, historically known for being uh, lovers of the footy. Yes. But not being that great at it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, um, they do. They won a World Cup in like the '60s. David Beckham. Yeah, British. they have plenty of good players, and they have the best professional league, but oh. not necessarily the best national team. Okay. Because it's, I mean, you can it's just too many rules. Well, you can bring in like players from all over the world for your for your uh, your professional team. Oh, you so know, you have to be like from that country. Yeah, roughly. Okay. There's some rules you can get around. Like my grandpa's from there, so I can play there too, or something. You know. Yeah. Okay. But there's stuff like that. Or like, um, I think there's like a bunch of like French guys who play for Algeria because okay. Algeria was a French, French colony. There's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, but basically the English, uh, they have this whole thing. It's a song. It's called, it's, it's coming home. Football is coming home. And uh, I like to make, people like to make fun of them because they're always like, yay, we're going to do great. And then they never do great yeah, at all. They, they always flame out bunch embarrassingly. Of white, bunch of white boys. Yeah, but they're uh, they're actually in the lead right now. So they might win the Euros. Whoa. So uh, the world is really turned upside down. Congratulations, England, our predecessor. Yeah, part of it. Kind of. I mean, yeah. Only, yeah. only a third of it or even a fourth. No. Spain, yeah. France, England. Well, yeah. All kinds of... It's and of complicated. course, the people that were here first. Yes, who died horribly due to... Greatly to disease and then other reasons, uh, genocide and such. You but, know, no big deal. Uh, oh, well. Anyways. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to talk about something very nice? Is it murder? <laughs> Maybe. Let's find out. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> that's That's the show. If we, if we don't talk about death or almost death, then we wouldn't live up to our name. We'd have to just start a different podcast. It would be Rainbows and Butterflies, the podcast. Yeah. What would, what would Rainbows and Butterflies? Yeah. Boo. 
Okay. No, you don't want to do that. We're paint the town dead. That's I'm right. Here, I'm here for what we're supposed to be talking about. Okay. Well then, I have a story for you. We're going to talk about a fellow named Ted Throneberry. He is. Uh, I know that. I'm so you, excited you're doing this. Yeah. One. He he's he's from a, a place called Arkansas. You've heard of it. I've heard of it. He was born 1957. Grew up in a, a bit of a close knit family. Yeah. Uh, he liked the outdoors, doing doing like fishing and stuff, uh-huh. and camping, that kind of thing. Not not stuff my stuff that I don't do. No, not stuff that I saw somewhere. It's like stuff you pretend to do if you're on dating sites. You you say you like that stuff, and you really don't. Everybody but. is a hiker on yes. dating sites. Yeah. That's that's one I've noticed. Hundred percent. Um. Yeah, like every once in a while, I'll get it in my head. Like, yeah, I, maybe I should get into yeah. fishing. Maybe I should get into camping. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's a thing I would enjoy. And then I get, then like I wake up the next day. I'm like, nah, that was that was a terrible mistake. Or I just forgot that I was thinking about that at all. Yeah, and so I'll just play a video game instead. So much better to have air conditioning. Uh, which, by the way, speaking of Europe stuff, uh, two years ago today, I was in Ireland. Uh, was actually had been there for a couple people who days. don't like the english yeah yeah uh the, everybody was very friendly to me though uh even though i'm a stupid american uh, everyone was very very kind um love that country great country it was beautiful well keep in mind again they were never occupied by the americans they That's were occupied true. by yes, the english yes but we are offshoot english we are we are tacky english <laughs> if you will I, irish came over here too That's true That's right uh anyway Ah, uh, there was a whole point to this. I'm sorry about Ireland. What, what did you say? Air conditioning. Yes, there is none. They don't do air conditioning over there. And it's usually quite pleasant around this time, like 70s are the highs. You know, it's like, oh, that's that's doable. That's great. Uh, no, it wasn't that way when we were there. It was like 80s, mid to high 80s was the high. So it was a little toasty. And uh, there's no AC. No AC. A lot of heaters. A lot of, what do they call them? Not heaters. Um uh, old, I don't know. An old-timey phrase. A stove. No. An oven. Uh, it's like the heaters that you'd see underneath windows and stuff. God. A heater. No. Anyway, I can't think of it. Yeah, it's weird to think of places that are just like, we don't have air conditioning. It's like, I, what do you mean you don't have air yeah. conditioning? Because right now, it's literally, it's like you can basically go swimming in the air outside right now. It's that humid, and it's like 90-something degrees. It is, you are roasting in a sauna when you go outside. It's miserable. And so AC is important. Anyways, go ahead, go ahead. Back to the story. Yeah. So he he was kind of considered a bit of a loner. Yeah. You know, just a, a little shy. Uh, he went to college at Louisiana Tech. Okay. Um, got and he also got a welding certificate and became a union pipe fitter. Ooh. So yeah, uh, there's a lot of travel involved in that work. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, we need you to come Fix do a thing pipe. here yeah. in yeah. Georgia or wherever. But they get paid decent money. They get paid good money, uh, just a lot of travel. Yeah, and, it sucks. And it's probably really hot, speaking of yeah. the heat. Ugh. Lots of welding. Yeah. I remember they were doing welding at uh, my school when I was a kid, and they're just like, don't look at the flame. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, blind. You'll I was like, blind. of course, I looked straight at it from uh, wherever I was. Of course. I'm, it was too far away. I can still see. So, you know, that kind of thing. It's okay. Your retinas will just attach when you're in your 70s. Yeah, don't even worry about it. Maybe we'll figure it out robot eyes by then. <laughs> um, so he 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 feels a little lonely doing this because you're traveling all the time. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I mean, you know, if I were doing that, I would just be, you know, 
hooking up with random ladies all the time You're in all these player. cities because that's what I'm known for. You're such a player. They call me the player. Yep. Yeah. What? Yep. Yep. They sure do. This is a very serious thing I'm saying. That's okay. for reals. Okay. Um. So he he wrote an ad in a Christian magazine. Oh. Looking for a lady friend. This oh. is before dating this is sites, pl- obviously. Plenty of fish. The magazine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only dot com. The magazine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to create a magazine. It's going to have dot com on the end of the name. People are like, what does that even mean? Yeah. And you're like, like, you'll see. Don't even worry about it. One day you'll know. One day. And his ad is answered by Anne Ryberg. She was born in 1958 and she grew up in Massachusetts. Uh, I actually spelled it right the first time. And then later, later, I spell it wrong. (laughs) So. Uh, that's a, you win some, you lose some. That's, a, that's the only state where I'm like, I don't know how to spell it. Let me see if I can spell it. Okay, go for it. M A S S A. You're doing good. C H U S E T T S or E S? S. Pick one. S. You did it right, actually. Boom. So that's pretty good. Thank you. But I bet you don't even remember what the capital is. Which is really embarrassing. I have no idea. That's embarrassing. What's it start with? Uh, B. It's the only city you probably know in Ma- Massachusetts. Boston. There you go. Okay. All right. Uh, she uh, actually joined the army oh. when she was 17. Whoa. She was pushed into it by her father. Apparently, he was like, get out of here. Oh. Uh, she went AWOL and was discharged. <laughs> and they excused it because she was a minor. She wasn't supposed to be there. They're like, oh, crap. Wait. Oh, we made yeah. a mistake here. Whoopsies. Uh, uh, she she had a short-lived marriage before answering this here letter. So she's previously divorced. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like, there's a picture of her mm-hmm. where she has insanely long hair. Like, she makes Pentecostal girls uh, look like dudes. Whoa. It's crazy. Why is it so big? I don't know. She just has a... I'm sorry, she, why is it so long, I guess? She just had big hair. I don't know. Okay. Just what she her. was all about. Okay. Um. So they they write back to each other. They both they both like the nature. Uh, <laughs> I like I like limited nature. Yes, yes, that's a good yes. Uh, they they soon get married after this correspondence. They get married in Massachusetts and then move back here to Arkansas into the Ozarks on a on a farm hmm. up in the middle of nowhere in a place called Allred, Arkansas, in All Van right. Buren County. Don't know, not familiar with Allred. Nope, because on Wikipedia, it's listed as an unincorporated territory. So I guess it's not a real town. So it's just like a little community. Yeah, I guess. I don't okay. kind of I don't like, know why you bother having a name for it. Kind of like Goober Town outside of Jonesboro is not a real city or town. It's just a community. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Brooklyn to Arkansas. That's a real town. Nope. Disagree. Well, not a real town to me. Okay. It doesn't have to be, but it In is. In your face, Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, just... It's out in the middle of nowhere, up in the Ozarks and the mountains. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, like Anne, she she also did stuff. Like they like they like doing their farm stuff. They were all about the farm. Uh, obviously, he's away a lot because he's still doing his his pipe fitting stuff. And she did like wood carvings, and they both played music. Like she played the flute, and he played gu- the guitar. Oh, she played the flute. Yep, just uh-huh. just like somebody here. It's me. Yeah, Caitlin's a fluter. I'm a flautist. And uh, so, fast forward, March 8th of 2004, Ted seems to be missing. 
a friend of his named Mark Hill calls the police. He's like, hey, I haven't heard from, from my guy here. He, um, they'd been working in a, a site in Illinois, and he, uh, Ted was going to come back home mm-hmm. and then come back. He never came back. Whoa. So, the, uh, he, Mark comes down, and the Van Buren sheriffs, they, they meet up with uh, him at the farm that Ted and uh, Ann live at. Mm-hmm. And they find no sign of the couple anywhere. Either of them. No Ted or Ann. Mm-hmm. They search around at night, and they end up finding Ted's truck a little ways away. And apparently it was covered in a bunch of, like, trees brush and stuff. Like it was trying to be covered? Yeah. So, like, they they were lucky they found it at all, is what they say. What color was it? I don't remember. But it was, like, a old 95 something or another. Okay. So, they, they, talk with, they talk with Hill, and he's like, okay, yeah, we were working in Illinois mm-hmm. doing, doing pipe stuff, and Ted left... He's going to take some her- some furniture home that he bought. Bought some furniture. He's going to go home, hang out for the weekend, come back, be ready for work on Monday. Gotcha. And he never came back. So this Mark Hill fella, he calls the house. But he made it home, right? Maybe. Oh, okay. So Mark Hill calls, calls their house. He calls it a whole bunch of times. Doesn't get any answer. And then finally, Ann answers. She says she wasn't in there because she's been living in a camper on the property because they're remodeling the house. They're doing some work on it. Mm. Um, so he tells them the police that, and they're like, okay, let's go check out this camper. Yeah. And they don't find anything significant in there. Mm. So then they, they look around the house. They can smell bleach. bleach. Oh, no. Yeah. They find Ted's wallet. So, so they'd he, know for sure he's, he's made it home. Yeah, he made it home. Yeah. Like, they kind of assumed it with his truck being so close by. Right. But now they know, like, he made definitely it home, yeah. he was there. Yeah. And they find Anne's purse. So that's pretty weird, too. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, then she they, was supposed to be in the camper, right? Well, if she was supposed to be in the camper, and also, if she's not there, why is her purse still there? Oh, that's okay. another thought, okay. right? okay. And they they look around. They they find um, they use what's the dealie called? Luminol. Yep. Uh, they find a little <laughs> bit of blood exactly on the door. What you're about. Yeah. They find a little bit of blood on a door, and they say it like it looks like it's obviously like somebody tried to wipe it away. Yeah. So they fun uh, thing about luminol. Yes. If you spray it on like uh, metal or something that's been outside, and it lights up, you have to rule it out for human blood because it picks up on the hemoglobin in blood which is what carries red blood cell anyways rust will show up uh it will it will react with luminol as well so you have to be careful what if you did the thing where you put soda on the rust to get rid of it and then did the thing you know i don't know probably doesn't work i don't that's that's a dumb question i have no idea you know how there's no such thing as dumb questions what i just asked probably is one that's a that's a good question for um what is that called? There's like a whole... Somebody who knows things? <laughs> no, like for like an experiment. It's like you hypothesize and then you... Make oh, yes. That's a, that is a hypothesis. That's yeah. the first thing where you're like, I think maybe this will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a good experiment. That's that's a good one, Andrew. I bet somebody's come up with that, surely. I'm sure, but... Or they were like, that's dumb. What are you talking about? No, they did it. Um, 
So then they go uh, looking around at the neighbors, which there's not a lot of. Uh, yeah, they're kind of in the middle of nowhere, right? They're on a big old farm in the middle of nowhere, basically. Yeah. In this town that does isn't even a real town, basically. <laughs> um, so they go there and they're, they they talk to the neighbors and they're like, I don't know. Yeah. I can't even see it from at their place from here. What do you want from me? Like, we're literally five miles apart. What do you want? Yeah. They're like, there's like one house that was close by. And then a bunch of houses that are nowhere nearby at all. Yeah, they don't know anything. Um, but they do find out that because he's on the road a lot, Ted hired a couple of men to help out on the farm while he's out. There's a fellow named Mark Holsenbach, 49, and Bill Frazier, 28. Uh, they had moved there fairly recently up in the mountains. And they, were mo- they moved up way up in the mountains. And uh, they bought a piece of property that was sold by a logging company. Because it was too rough. Oh. Um, they did not live in what you would call a house, at least for most people. What did they live in? This is more like a shack that they cobbled together. What kind of people are they? This is, I, I think this is what are known as hillbillies. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so they have no running water or electricity. Oh, heck no. I know, that's right? Too much, that's too much camping. That's, I need running water and electricity. I had two different days in the past week where I did not shower and I felt disgusting. Yeah, could you imagine? Although I hear, like, if you go longer periods of time without showering, your body will get used to it. Because you're not supposed to wash away all the oils every day like we do. Right. But we do, so I need a shower. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, it's I, I feel disgusting when I do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can make it through, like, a day yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But that's only if I'm not going to be like, around yeah, people. Yes, yes. Maybe I can... I, you know, if I go to like the store real quick, whatever, because for one, I'm not going to ever see any of those people ever again. If they go, man, that was a stinky man. Never going to see him again. <laughs> Who cares? Not my, not my chair, not my problem. Not my chair, not my problem. Um, so the Throneberries would actually let them use their like shower and stuff every once in a while. That was like part of the deal of also getting paid a little bit of money. It's very nice. Yeah. Um, and uh, also Mark Holsenbeck, his wife... Jerry Parton also lived with them. He had a wife? He did. Ooh. And they lived up in their little shack that they had just moved to. Um, Is there a picture of it? Did you see a picture of it? No. Oh. They they described it. There's like a, one of the guys describes it as being like, it only existed to keep water out like or something like. Yeah, I think they even said like you couldn't stand up all the way in it. Uh, what? Why? Why? That's no way to live. Well. You know, um, so basically these guys were, uh, they're sort of like preppers. They're living uh, off the grid. Okay. That they're anti-government it. weirdos. Okay. Okay. Now we're hitting home here. Yeah. They always carried guns with them. Gotcha. They had, they had, and not like a regular gun, like AK-47. It's like, you know, sick rifles. Ugh. Uh, so and they, now it's making sense. Okay. Yeah. It suddenly doesn't it make sense. Okay. Now I. They get also it. find out that uh, Holsenback and uh, Fraser there are convicted felons from Louisiana. Well, that's not surprising. So they're they're kind of on the lamb here. They're like, let's get out of society. And um, also, it turns out, hey, when you're a felon, you can't own guns, and they have so many guns. Do they go to prison? Uh, the police get an arrest warrant to go get them. Go up and get them. So the police, they go up to the uh, the property. Because also these are the like potentially last people who ever saw the Throneberries. Yeah. Because they're always there or yeah. they were yeah. there whenever. So the police go up to their property. Now I want to mention something here. Okay. 
few episodes ago, I complained about weirdos who were like, they're going to track me with the COVID vaccine. And I said... I remember that. I basically pointed out, like, you need to live in a shack in the woods to get away and live off the grid. These guys were living in a shack in the woods, and they were still found by the police very easily. Wow. <laughs> so, there I don't know. There is no escaping. They, I mean, they still found Ted Kaczynski. He was in the woods yeah. in Montana. Yeah, he was in the woods. And he lived in, like... Probably something very similar. Yeah, that's if I were to guess. Yucky. Uh, I just I just want to point that out. They can still get you if they really want to. That's right. They gonna find you. Um, but they so they go up to the house and uh, it's not even on like a road. This little shack, like there's not it's a trail. There's not even a trail. They're like it's just nothing. How do they get to, to get, it? They just they're like oh go that way go north. I don't know. <laughs> Head north, and when you get to the big, the big oak tree, take a right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Look to the North Star for your guidance. God. Um, so the the police go up there. They got their arrest warrant because uh, these guys got on them guns, and they're not supposed to. Yeah. And it also allows them to question them because, yeah. hey, what's going on? Right. These two people are missing. Uh, Jerry Parton, who is Mark's wife, Mark Holsenbeck's wife, mm-hmm. she's the one who comes out of the house. They tell her about the warrant, and she's like, they haven't been around for a few days. So, maybe. Okay. But it's a little weird, because now we've got, like, four people. We don't know where they are. That is weird. Also, it's like, well, clearly you all did something. Something has happened. Like, that doesn't just... It's not a thing that's just right. happens for no reason, right. typically, unless yeah. there's like a super bear out there getting them all. It's not it. Probably not. Not it. I mean, that's the thing I described has never happened in history, <laughs> so it's probably not that. Was that Occam's, Occam's Razor? I don't remember. Not the most probable is is the likely or... Anyway, and, I don't know. And then, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. Get, get ahead. I, f- I forget what all that stuff is, because I'm not very smart. Um March 14th, so it's a little little ways after, uh, they get a phone call from Jerry Parton. The simplest of competing theories be preferred to the more complex, or the explanations of unknown phenomena be sought first in terms of known quantities. Yes. So, yeah. like, what's the most the, what's simplest th- answer is the right answer. Typically, yes. Yeah. And there's also the one where it's like, the most obvious is don't attribute malice to what could more easily be attributed incompetence or something like that dang um so they get a call from jerry parton she's like hey they're back and come and get them she told him yeah through her not phone i guess she went somewhere else (laughs) because like like, they probably didn't have a phone up there right and even if they had a cell phone it's not like they have a way to charge it yeah unless they've got like some hamster wheel generator they're running Maybe. So, March 22nd, police go up there again, and the the police are like, this is this is probably going to be bad. So, they call in, like, state police oh, to no. come and help them. What year is this? Uh, 2004. Okay. So, this is, like, post all the bad standoff things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, this is, I mean, this is post Ruby Ridge, post Waco. Waco. Yeah. Uh, but they they pull in the SWAT. They're gonna go up there at the in in the middle of the night. Ooh. Go and get them, and they end up having a big old gunfight. No, they didn't. They did. Well, they called it. They knew. Yeah, and this is like 
Uh, you can Dude, find like what do you think you're gonna do through two of you against however many a SWAT team? Yeah, that's another one of those things of like weird prepper people. It's like I'm gonna fight the government. Like you're probably you're not gonna lose. Yeah, they do shoot one officer, but he survives. He's shot in the arm, and a bullet fragment hit him in the mouth. Ew! I know, right? Howie. Yeah, I was like, oh my teeth. Ugh. But he's the only one who's gonna be. He's the only person who's hit in the gunfight at all. Wow. Um. But he's he's going to be fine. And so SWAT, they get up there to the, the shack. They've got him cornered. Toss in some tear gas. Enter the cabin. They're not there. Where'd they go? I don't know. They somehow snuck away in the middle of the night. Like, because it's, it's the, it's middle of it's night, the yeah. dark. Yeah. In the not, woods. It, in the mountain. Yeah. So there's no light other than like starlight and moonlight. And that doesn't do anything for you. If they have any flashlights or anything. I mean, they would have had flat. They had flashlights, but yeah. I mean, if you turn them off, they can't see you anymore. It's black, yeah, it's uh. So they 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 lost track of them. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Did they, so maybe like, you can they, fight the government. Did they have an escape route? Did they have like a secret escape hatch? No, it's not through the out, shack. They I snuck out the back. My guess is they thought that they cornered them in the shack, and they actually hadn't gone into the shack. That's my guess. Oh, okay. because I mean it's just this little little tiny shack. They, yeah, if they were in there, they were in there. There, there's no secret tunnel. They're not the Viet Cong or whatever. Okay, they they just escaped out the back basically, or didn't even go in there. Okay, okay. They just thought they did. Um, so inside the shack, they they find like there's three cots for sleeping on. Uh, there's like boxes that maybe that's what they use as chairs. Uh, there's lots of guns, obviously, so they find all over the place. Uh, they count up around 18,000 rounds of ammunition. Holy cow. And they still don't find any evidence of the Throneberries. So, Where a big, people? big manhunt begins. They're, they've got helicopters and stuff, because these are crazy people who are shooting at the cops and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, what's-her-face wasn't there. The wife wasn't there. No, no. Okay. She was not a part of it. Uh-uh. Um, so more than a week later, April 2nd, 2004, a phone call comes in from a local resident, says there was two strange people near his house and, uh, thought they, thought they looked real ragged and said they continued walking down the highway. So the police go out there, they find these two people, they catch up to find them. It's Mark Holsenbeck and, and Throneberry. What? Yeah. Where's the other dude? Where is the other dude? Where's where's either of the other dudes? That's true. Where's where's other where's Throneberry, other Throneberry, and the other dude? That's a great question. Okay. Um, apparently they've been roughing it through the woods, eating like roots and berries or whatever that Ugh. they found. Ugh. Not going well, it appears, because uh, they're like very very skinny, like noticeably like not well, Ugh. as you would imagine. Yeah. Um. They they surrender peacefully. Uh, Bill Frazier, he is found the next day. Uh, he's recognized at a gas station. Gotcha. And somebody comes and gets him. But still no sign of Ted, Ted Throneberry. So he's been missing quite a while at this point. Yeah, about just under a month, roughly. Yeah. Um, so it's weird that they have Anne with, her, with them. But not... And no Ted. Right. But it's also, I mean, it's just weird that she's with them at all. Yeah. Uh, so they start uh, kind of 
interrogating these people because, hey, where's Ted still, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, Holsenback and Fraser tell their story. They were waiting for Ted when he came home. Uh. And they jumped him, bound him to his chair, and tortured him, uh. like beat him. And they beat him with a sledgehammer until he was dead. Oh, my gosh. And they put his body into one of those blue 55-gallon drums. Dude, don't ever look in one of those. There's going to be dead bodies in all of them. Or, in this case, they fill it with diesel and burn it. So, <gasps> you look in there, it might be dust. And maybe that's a person, formerly. Oh, my gosh. And they took his remains and kind of put them out into, like, a dirt area around the property. And I never figured out, but they did bring in, like, dogs uh-huh. to sniff around. And they found a spot where they were sniffing at. And I'm wondering if that's like, if they were that, if the dogs are that good, they pick pick that up and they just, obviously, you know, as police officers, they they can't uh, tell that maybe a little bit of dust is formerly a person. person. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So it's just, I mean, they must have burned that really good because it takes a long time and a lot of heat to cremate somebody. So they, I mean, they must have been burning them for a long time. Yeah, I, and it may have been like... I'll say pulverized. Even if, even if there was like a little bit of bone fragment, it probably wasn't a lot. Or they just crushed you know? it all up and spread yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Anne herself, she uh, she refused to talk. So investigators start looking a little, little closer into things, looking at the timeline, checking things out, yeah. what's going on. And the relationship between them. Yeah, because there, there were rumors about this uh, Mark and Anne potentially being a thing, because, huh. I mean... Lonely lady with, with these men up there. Yeah. You know, people start talking in small towns or small <laughs> unincorporated territory. <laughs> so they're looking at it and they uh, they see that the night that Ted called and he called her and said, hey, I'm coming home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring some furniture by him. I'll be home for the weekend a bit. Uh, they find She's it. like, ugh, you, you're ruining my fun. I'm trying to hook my up with this guy, maybe. Ugh. She went to Walmart, and they found receipts. If I'm bleach. A bunch of diesel? Uh, no, uh, no diesel, but they find that she bought bleach, paper towels, and two sets of rubber gloves in different sizes. Oh, one for her and one for him. His and hers. Potentially his and hers, or, or his even, his. even yeah, just potentially Holsenbeck and Fraser have different sized hands. I don't know. Hmm. But it's clearly for two different people, because they're in two different sizes. And they're all going to be cleaning up the mess. Yeah. Um, so. Premeditation, if you will. Potentially. Uh, prior to this, Anne had recently claimed that uh, Ted was beating her. Mm-hmm. But it's also during the time period where she was potentially seeing this other fellow. So like... It's hard to believe. It's, little, it's hard to know what the truth is at that yeah, point. Yeah, especially knowing what we know now. It's like, was right. she just trying to like make Maybe. her seem like the victim beforehand? Right. Yeah. Um, but like she uh, even emailed Ted's sister and was like, he's drinking all the time and beating me or whatever. But it, she helped do a murder, it would appear. So it's hard to... See, hard to trust your word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in her trial, she actually takes the stand. Uh, she claims that she and Mark were not having an affair. She's like, no, that, that, that didn't happen. We're just friends. 
Yeah, she she said there was no pr- she had no prior knowledge of the murder plot, mm-hmm. and she claims that when uh, she was with Mark, that uh, she was not consenting, like he had he had actually been raping her. Okay, it okay. Yeah, so she says she was scared, and that's why she stayed with them. But buying the bleach and the gloves very suspicious. That's kind of like hmm. lays it out there. Yes. So it would appear that she has helped orchestrate the killing of her husband to be with this guy, sort of. And also, she lo- she liked the farm. Mm. So if she didn't want to give up the farm, and if she like got divorced, she, she wouldn't. She yeah, she wasn't going to get the farm. Yep. Most likely. So. So there's an affair, inheritance, the whole thing. A lot of reasons to kill somebody. I guess. Just kidding. There's never a good reason. Like this is the part of like a detective show where they gather in the room and they go, but you knew if you divorced him, you'd never have the farm. And she's like, that's, no! that's ridiculous. What are you talking you about? You have no proof. I'll have the proof. I'll show you. That's a great movie, Andrew. I like it. Keep going. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's every detective TV show. It's true. Psych, Monk, Murder, She Wrote, Columbo, all, all of them. All That's of what them. they do. What is the plot? Um, Murder in Paradise, that show. Don't know that one. It's, it's fairly new. Okay. I haven't really watched it a lot, but I've seen a little bit. But That's kind of, it's kind of one of those detective shows in, the, in the, uh, the style of, at the end, gather people in a room, and they run down everything that's happened. But here's all the proof and why you're guilty. Yeah, somebody will go, but I have an alibi. That's what you wanted us to think, because you did this, and that's how... Anyway. Wow, uh, Andrew, riveting. They all go that way. Riveting. And I love it. Yeah. Uh, so, she she is charged with capital murder and all that. She's only found guilty of manslaughter, kidnapping, and hindering an investigation, though. Mm, even with not, all that, all the bleach buying and stuff. Yeah, she's not guilty of the uh, capital murder. Hmm. She's sentenced to 28 years in prison. She's still there, I believe. Not far from Gandalf. Yeah. Um. So there was a bit of a thing with the uh, the farm stuff or the inheritance. Mm-hmm. So she was trying to like make sure she kept all the stuff that was left, and the law prohibits a spouse from taking inheritance when convicted of murder. Right. She was not convicted of murder though. She was convicted of manslaughter. That's still a version so of murder. Te- so technically, the law. Maybe he says like this, but a judge decides that because she feloniously participated in aiding Ted's murder, yeah. that she can't inherit anything. Okay, good. So that all passes on to Ted's father, Vernie. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, there's not a lot to inherit at this point. Because Ingen's done a bunch of crap with it? Um, most of the assets uh, were sold. By whom? By Anne. <laughs> to pay for legal expenses and the court allowed her to do it um so like it used to be like it was two parcels of land around 75 acres which were sold with court approval to help finance her legal expenses and there was a 160 acre tract which was sold at foreclosure Mm. so all that's left are vehicles farm equipment tools that's so sad not not a whole lot yeah uh for his part, Billy Frazier, he takes a plea deal and is sentenced to 30 years, which I don't like because he's the younger one. So I'd want the older one 
because Billy Frazier was like 28 when they, they did this. Right, right. So he'll be 58 potentially or whatever. Yeah, when he's his got sentence is some done. life to live. And he could probably get parole even. Yeah. Um, back the older one, uh, he is sentenced to life without parole, capital murder. So he was the actual trigger man then, essentially. I mean, trigger uh, in quotations. Well, the other guy took a plea deal, so. He, okay, so, the, okay. There's that whole thing. Okay. Kind of wish the, that's why my thing is like, I want the older guy to get the lesser sentence because. He's going to die in prison Because he was 49, so he'd be 79, 80 yeah. when he got out. Yeah. I don't know. That's just. You want the just, maximum. I'm, I'm playing the odds here. You want the maximum effect here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I'm about. Um, so, yeah, that's the story of how Ted Thronberry was murdered by his Gross wife and these weird hillbillies. I'm glad that the one hillbilly's wife was like, these guys are crazy. They're, they're here, cops. They're here. Yeah. Well, and she was probably like, because Mark was her husband. Right. And so right. she was like, come and get him. Yeah. <laughs> you going to sleep with that lady? I'm going to get you. Yeah. Get him. Good for her for, for cooperating. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for telling that story. That's been on our list. That was near the top of the list for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So what's what what have you been up to? Well, um you know, just kicking it. We had July fourth. Just kicking it. Just kicking it. Working, coming home. Do you have all your digits left after fourth of July? I lit the only thing I lit, it was called a magic wand. It was like a really big, colorful sparkler that lasted for like five minutes and had a few of those. Sparklers are cool. I know. Is it like one of those metal sparklers? No, what metal? Okay, I remember when I was a kid, there were like two types of sparklers. There was like these metal ones and these like kind of papery ones. This one was papery. So I didn't like the paper ones because um, one time I had it and I was like swinging around like you do with a sparkler. Yeah, of course. And the paper part like flew off. Ah! It's like, we don't need to get those again. I did light a fire. I did. I take that back. I did light. It was like a, one of those little piddly. It wasn't like a firework. It was just like a pyrotechnic kind of little piddly thing. And it. You're supposed to lay it flat and light it, and I laid, I sat it up and lit it, and then pretty much caught the grass on fire, so that was fun. Oops. Um, but then John was like, I think you're supposed to do it this way, and he lit it the second one, and it went the right way, and like lit up and shot up in the air and spun around and did some things, and it was cool. That sounds fun. I haven't done fireworks in a long time. I used to do a very smart thing where... I would hold the firework in my hand and light it. Oh, you're so This stupid. firework is called a, a bottle rocket. You're so stupid. And we would throw it. And this is bottle rockets. Uh, I know you were like, we were talking about bottle rockets once, and you were like, "What's what even is that? Yeah. Basically, they just shoot, shoot and yeah. then explode. Yeah. Um, so don't throw those because then you don't know where it's going to go. It could have shot back and back hit me you. Yeah. in the face like it happened to some kid in my hometown which led to them banning fireworks, no fireworks in the town. fireworks here, just, just none. Just leave the fireworks out, none, <clears throat> ever. Yeah, so don't do what I did. Uh, that's a bad idea. That could have gone really bad. I heard somebody lighting fireworks last night, and I was raging because I was like, it is literally a week past July 4th, GTFO. I I hate it when people light them off on the 3rd. It's like, it's why, what are you celebrating? The like That you love being under British rule? Like, is that your thing? That's right. Get. This isn't Freedom Ring. You, 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 not you, you, I don't know. A bunch of London fog breathers? Yeah. Get out of here. 
We left for a reason. That's right. We don't want to live on an island unless it's Hawaii. Did I send you the TikTok of the guy or trying to catch up? No. It was really funny. There's a British guy. They have Apparently, they have something called... No, he was Australian. They have something called tomato sauce, which is like their version of ketchup. I've heard that. And it like uh, New Zealand is like that, too. Yes. Yeah. And so he's like, well, tonight I'm going to be trying, you know, a burger with tomato sauce. Good old tomato sauce. Can't go wrong with it. And then uh, a burger with ketchup. And I'm going to be chasing them down with this uh, whiskey here. I think it was like Jack Daniels or something. And uh, anyway, so he, he eats his burger. He's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is good old tomato sauce. It's delicious. And he washes it down with whiskey. He's like, I'm not a whiskey person. This is just terrible. It's like diesel fuel. And ugh. And then he takes a bite. He's like, all right, here's the burger with ketchup. And he takes a bite and it like transports him to like this otherworldly place. And it looks like he's like in the desert, like in Arizona. And this eagle, this eagle with an American flag flies up behind him. It's like, yeah. And then he's like riding a burger with like an American shirt on. It's like, <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. I wonder what the, it's funny you bring that up because uh, there's a podcast I listened to where they talked about somebody was like saying something about putting tomato sauce on whatever yeah and they're like does he mean ketchup like what or is it's a, it's a different thing it's a, it's a ketchup it looks, it look, yeah it looks pretty similar but i think the only difference is that the ketchup has a lot more sugar than the yeah tom- i could see than that the tomato sauce of course because everything in america has a lot more sugar yeah our bread has more sugar it's yeah weird. <laughs> it is it's a problem but you know what are you gonna do uh, I read an article. It was a British person. They're like, "Why do you have so much sugar in your bread?" And I was like, "I don't. I don't know. I, I don't didn't know. even know. I didn't, I didn't even either. know. I didn't either until the internet helped me find out by people being like, your bread is sweet.' What's up with that?'" And I'm like, "It is. Is it really?" I think it was uh, Subway wasn't allowed to consider their bread bread in Ireland. I think too much sugar. Yeah, they're like, "This is a dessert, technically." <laughs> so, I do love their bread, though. That's that's the thing. Um, I don't know. Uh, what what else? Fourth of July happened. Um, I've been watching lost soccer. Is football coming home? Uh, England's still up. Good for them. Yay! Kind of annoyed because like you, it's usually fun to poke fun at the English because they're they invented the game of soccer, but they're not very good at it. Like, come on, people! <clears throat> it's like we invented it, but we let everybody else be better. Had it. We let Brazil and Argentina, oh, yeah. and They're good. France and Germany and Italy and basically everybody be better. Good for them. But so good, they, good for her. May, maybe football is coming home. Okay. The uh, footy. How many? Uh, how many Star Wars, Andrew? Oh, that's for you to guess. Oh dang! I thought I could get you. Um, how many Star Wars, Caitlin? Caitlin is guessing two Star Wars. Well, you, you overshot. It's just the one. It's just bad, bad batch. Just bad batch. Yeah. Still liking it. Yeah, it's still good. Uh, I told somebody once that uh, after, I think it was after the first two episodes that aired, I was like, yeah, you don't have to have watched Clone Wars very much to, to understand anything. And Lies. Um, yeah, I'd be curious to know if you're just like, who is this? What are they doing? Why are they here? Or, if, have, you, yeah, or if you just watch and go like, oh, that's a bounty hunter. He's doing a thing. And you'd be like, I get it. Cool. Because there's like characters, <laughs> there's a character who was introduced in Mandalorian in the show. Finnick Shand, played by Ming mm-hmm. Nguyen. Yep, yep. Uh, there's been Clone Wars characters, like, uh, I think Rex was there. Cad Bane was there. Cad Berry, I love Cad Berry. Yeah, Cad Bane's pretty cool. Um, and now this latest episode brought in people from Rebels, which is, uh, they, they brought in a young Harrison Dula 
So who the heck is that? Ah, she's a green twilight lady. She's one of the main characters from Rebels. She's like the only good character from Rebels, twilight. actually. Um, that that one girl who had the Jedi tattoo from college, that's a Twi'lek. Oh, with, had, the, with the with uh, the with the weird hair thing. Yeah, the head tails, the Leku as they're called. The le- you know too much. I didn't come up with these words. I'm sorry. You know too much. Uh, I caught up on Loki. I I fell behind for a second. I'm, like, I'm one episode behind still. Yeah, I'm still that episode. There's one more left to go. So I like it so far. I'm I apparently. I keep, I'm having to really like sift through spoilers for this episode. I guess it was a really funny or good one because I keep yeah, seeing stuff and actually, I'm like, eh. you actually need to watch it. It's, it's really fun. That's what everybody said. So well, I need, what to, else are you doing today? Oh, I have to finish laundry and then we're going to get dinner with one of John's friends. Catch oh. up with them. Well, that's what you get I for having I like friends I couldn't and stuff. do the yard because it rained its, its tushy off last night. So you could have watched it earlier. Yeah, but I was asleep and fair you enough. Know, you know, it's fair it's Sunday. I don't get to do this during the week. Um, I've got like one other thing. I think. So, do you want to talk about inside and deep at the end? Yeah. Okay. What's deep? Like, just I have notes. Oh, okay. Yeah, in depth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will say I have a couple things here. I uh, saw went to a movie theater on Friday. Oh, what did you see? I saw Black Widow. Oh, I thought you hated Marvel the way you hadn't caught up on Loki. But Shut up. It was the first movie I've seen in movie theater in in well over a year. Since year and a half. March somethingeth of 2020. Was that? That was it? onward. It oh. was, I actually looked it up pretty recently, um, but I, I forget, but like March 11th is when things went, went haywire. Yeah. Uh, Onward came out on like the 8th or something. Like it was very close. So that was the last movie I saw them in yeah. the theater. Yep. Haven't seen one since. So John and I have gone, have been dating for over a year. And that was literally the first movie that we saw in a movie theater together. And also I, I will just say being out in public in a movie theater reminded me why I was a little grateful for the pandemic and not being around people because there was these people sitting next to us and it was these three older ladies in their like 50s or 60s, older than than me. And they were so loud. And all of them, all of them, every single one of them, their phone or their watch went off. And I was like, as you walk in the theater, you should be silencing those things. Like, and they're like, oh, my phone. And I'm like, you're making it worse. Just, it was so bad. And I was like, so annoyed. But Black Widow itself was, uh, I liked it. It got mediocre reviews from critics, but you know me. I like Marvel. I thought it was fun. I love David Harbour. I like Scarlett Johansson. I love Florence Pugh. She's a lot of fun. She delivers her lines well. And then Rachel Weisz is a great actress. So. I think Caitlin's like a child. You just put shiny things in front of her. She's like, yes, I this love, is this is my Marvel. favorite thing. I love Marvel. No, um, I thought it was fun. It was really fun. It is funny that like, Old, I like the backstory. Old people have like caught up to using cell phones and stuff with the rest of us, <sighs> but they never learned the, the etiquette yes, stuff. Yes, that's so the they, thing. And so the, the Facebook too. You, yeah. There's etiquette and they don't know it. They So they are, they're basically like teenagers in a way. Yes. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Oh no, Italy's, Italy is equalized. <gasps> Fo- ah! Football maybe isn't coming home. Oh, it's no. going to Rome. I've seen that on the mm. internet. I didn't do that. That's not me. I'm not taking credit for that. That's not me. <laughs> That's not all me. Okay. 
Um, what else do you got though? Um, let's see. We're watching Adventure Time. You know, I've seen all of it, but John's oh, yeah. never seen it. And we started watching a while ago, the first season. I was like, ah, oh, this is painful. And he was like, you like this show? And I was like, it's the first season is not like the rest of it. And so that's good because that's the only season I've seen. Yeah, it's it's rough. And so we we finished the first season. And we got I was gone to the second season, and then the story started to pick up. And he's like, "We're now starting the fourth season." And so, and he was like, "He's like, I'm really liking this show." He's like, "It's because it's really picking up. A lot of backstory is coming in, and that's really fun." So it, it, he's it's starting to get really good. And uh, it's of course it's weird, and there are some weird episodes and. Technically, it's a cartoon, but it's so much deeper. For what do you mean technically? Are. You say that like it well, could I mean, be like anything a else. Like a kid's cartoon. I mean, technically, it, but it's it's not. It's really not. Oh, you just have to like go with... Um, so I watched Gravity Falls again recently because yeah, there's yeah. only like I need to 40 watch, episodes. I need to watch it. Uh, but there's a part where somebody mocks somebody for watching a kid's show called Duck Detective. And he's like, I'll have you know, there are jokes that go over kids' heads. And exactly. there's a And there's a mystery element and all exactly. this stuff. It's like... It's like kind of breaking the fourth wall there a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I, I really liked it. And <laughs> I, I keep meaning to watch Adventure Time. I just keep forgetting. <laughs> just it's to, on, <coughs> is it on HBO Max? Hulu. Hulu. I bet it's on HBO because HBO Max is where they're putting those the like specials. specials. Yes. Are you like gearing up to watch the specials or? We'll you watch it at the end. Okay. We'll watch the specials once we finish it. But the episodes are only like thir- 15 minutes a piece. Yeah. So they're they like the really 11 quickly. minute. Yeah. Things. They go really quickly. Um, and I mean, you can just go through them really fast, but there's a lot of episodes in one season. There's 50 episodes. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Cause that, yeah. would, that would translate to like 25. Full Regular length. episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like the, the first season taught me that LSP stands for lumpy space princess. It does. LSP, so. lumpy space princess. And I always say the, I'm so ready for you, Brad. Isn't it <laughs> I'm so ready. And John was like, what is this from? And we just watched that episode where she's, where LSP says that, I'm so ready for you, Brad. Isn't it Oppie? It's kind of like when I used to always say, uh, I still say, you still say, uh, why are you the way that you are? Why are you the way that you are? Yeah. And I had a friend who finally watched The Office at one point and they're like, I see where you got that it's from. from there. I, my whole personality is made up of things I pull from other things. I, I mean, yeah. And I actually, you know, it was really funny yesterday. I, I said that I said, not my chair, not my problem. And then I was reading an article. It was like, uh, it was like 20 videos from when the internet started that you'll never forget or something like that. And that, that was on there. And I was like, ah, this one, not my chair, not my problem. Eat, drinking out of cups. I, st- I can't believe, I don't know why I still say that. It's so dumb. Apparently we're not the only ones. Um, also, I don't remember what we were listening to, but John and I were listening to something on the radio and they brought up something about maybe Oklahoma City, the bombing. Oh, okay, cool. And it it was, and then I was like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. And then John was like, oh, did you know that they were supposed to bomb the Little Rock building? I was like, yes, if you listen to all of our episodes, you would also know that Danger and I have talked about this and that. And I think he probably did listen to that one, but and I was like, and John said the only reason why they chose not to do Little Rock was because there was a daycare or a child a nursery. And I was like, that's not true because Oklahoma City there was a daycare in that building. The bomb was directly under the daycare. Yeah, and he knew it was. Yes, and that, that was okay because the kids were. He thought it was okay because the kids were like um, 
they're part of the federal system. Exactly. And all their parents work there. And so they thought it would, they justified it somehow. And yeah. then I was like, no, that's not why he missed Little Rock. The only reason why he didn't do Little Rock is because it was a florist. Yeah, it, that's what they, that's what he said, which is weird. I would think the daycare would be more of an exactly. issue to but, me. But maybe he rationalized it because, I you think know. I think the real reason is that it was a bigger deal to oh, do it in Oklahoma City than Little Rock. I know how we got onto it. I was talking about McVeigh from our previous episode. John was like, McVeigh? And I was like, not Timothy McVeigh. Different McVeigh, spelled differently. And then that's how we got to talking about it. That's what it was. And then I was, and then I was like, and they did it because it was justification for, you know, was it Waco or Ruby Ridge or something like that? Both. Yeah. And so we, we got to know, and I was like, you know, Andrew has, he can go into some deep dives about, about some racist stuff. And we've got some stuff on my list that deals it's with deep. it. It's deep. And then, and then it was like, I was like, all these are connected. All the organizations are connected. And they brought up the um, something sword in the arm of the Lord. Covenant of the sword in the arm of the Lord. Yeah, that one. CSA. Yeah. Those initials are not an accident, as in Confederate States of America. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. And they're all connected. And I was like, literally all of them are connected. And then that one in Oklahoma that we talked about. Yeah. Um, what was Elohim that City. Elohim City, yeah. Asa Hutchinson, our current governor in Arkansas as of now. Yeah. Um, he won't be soon because of term limits. He was one of the guys who helped negotiate when they took down CSA. Really? Like, and there was no, no fight. There was not a big fight at the compound or anything. He hmm. helped negotiate that to make sure they weren't going to. Was it at? El- you said it was at Elohim City. No, or? this is in at CSA's compound, which was in uh, which was near Harrison. Oh, okay. As you okay. would get, as you'd figure. Yeah, yeah. Go figure. Um, anyways, we and I, we, I was like, it, it's all, it goes all the way to the top, man. All the way to the top. It's all connected and it's all gross. Yeah, it used to really go all the way to the top in a way. For real, though. In a way. In a, in a way. <laughs> in a way. Um, let's see what else. That's pretty, that's pretty much it. I finished Breath of the Wild. <gasps> yes, tell me about it. It's really good. It is really I, great. I got, I did a bunch of the shrines. I know there's like a hundred something, or like a hundred. I did yeah. probably 60, 70. There's a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I know I had like 18 hearts That's when I got to the end. <laughs> um, I knew I was done with it. I walked into a shrine, which is like my favorite part of the game. Uh-huh. And I just looked at it and I was annoyed. I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, oh, no. another so, one. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's time to. I'm putting this one away. Time to gear up and go finish finish the fight. Yeah. Against Ganon. Yeah. Uh, so I went and did that. I I, I wish you could have kept the 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 bow and arrow. The, yeah. At the end, it, it, it takes you back to it. I was like, "Where's my bow? Where's my bow that I won?" Yeah, I'm so used to like games that are open world being like, "All right, now you can just go do whatever in the world after yeah. you've beaten the ultimate evil." Um. But Ganon, Calamity Ganon, like he's like the ultimate evil that that we have to stop. Right. Disagree. The ultimate evil are Lionels. <laughs> I've beaten Ganon. I've never beaten a Lionel. They will kick your tush. I've ran into one um, in the castle. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, let's not go in that room again because it killed me. So I had to like use the bird power to jump over to the, that room yeah. and get somewhere else because I was like, I'm not ever going to beat that. And even if I do... I'm not going to have anything left to like yeah. continue. They kick your butt. So I feel like they should have weaponized armies against the Lionels and wiped them out because they are... There's only like four of them in the game. They're a problem. They all look different too. One's a zebra one. But it, it, yeah, those will kick your... Like literally in the game when I saw one, I'm like, whoop, and I'm turning around and going the other way because they will destroy you. 
and they will come yeah. after you too. All of the bosses are easier than they are. Yep. Yep. I thought that sometimes the um the divine divine beast. I haven't played it so long. Yeah, the divine beast. Those were sometimes a kind of confusing. I was like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing. The hardest, the most confusing one for me was the camel one out in the desert. Yeah. The, where you have the, you're in a cylinder and you have to like move three sections of the cylinder, like spin them around. Yes. Like for whatever reason, my brain was like, I don't understand. Like I can't comprehend what I'm doing here. So that one took me a long time to do. Yeah. Those are a little confusing. That was also, I think the hardest boss of the divine beast, as I recall. Yeah. I, I did not do well against that one. Yeah, that was... There's one tower that I had trouble getting up to because it was like covered in in bad guys and something else. And I had so much trouble getting up it. There, I know there's one that has like a bunch of like flying guardian things. Maybe that was it. Which I really hated doing. Yes. And then there was um, another one that's covered in a bunch of the goo. That's what it was. It was the goo. That one was hard. That one took me a long time to figure out where I needed to get to to do it. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, the, it's a fun game. Yeah, it's really good. That, it's the best. It's the best Zelda game. That's almost certainly true. It it's is the best Zelda game I've ever played through. Hundred percent the best because it's the first one. <laughs> so. Don't don't try to go backwards because it's the best one and you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, I might go back and play Link to the Past because I have access to it anyway on the Switch. Oh, might as well. Yeah. It's like the Super Nintendo one. I don't know. Yeah, might do that. Okay, blow, Maybe, blow some we'll time. see. Yeah, we'll see if I do that. I played through that Super Metroid on there. That was a good game. Well, look at you. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about talk, it. Talk about Bo Burnham's inside. So I had told Andrew, I came home from work one day because I've seen uh, Bo Burnham's one of, he has a new special on Netflix called Inside. And when I was on TikTok, I had seen his one of his songs from that on TikTok. And I was like, man, I really like this. I need to watch it. And I had seen people be like, wow, somebody go check on Bo Burnham. Is he okay? And like, like wow, his special is amazing. And I was like, well, I got to watch it. And so I had told John about it when I came home from work one day. I was like, hey, we, 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 need, to, uh, we need to watch the special tonight. He's like, okay. So we're eating dinner. And at one point, I look over at him and he is like, has this plate in front of him and he's like mid bite the fork is up in the air and he's just like staring at the tv with food on his fork and he's just like he was like that for like five minutes and he's like this is incredible i was like i know so he it's a special that bo burnham did who he if you don't know who bo burnham is he is a i would call him a musical comedian yeah that seems right uh he composes and writes funny songs he has great voices he sings is good good stuff good stuff and he i think got his start on youtube like 15 yeah he years was ago. he was a youtube guy yeah back in the earliest days of youtube early youtube days he was he and he was young very young then. yeah back was, back when your video couldn't be more than 10 minutes long yeah and, and then one day i watched a video recently that was four hours long so what are you gonna do yes you did and it was about icarly <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> uh so which is like it was a really good video, but I had to like, that's a long obviously time. had to do multiple sittings on that one. Yeah, that's a long one. Um, so I took a bunch of notes, which is... Wait, I didn't finish. Oh, sorry. Oh, so so he, he did the special. He did it from inside of his this tiny apartment. It was just him. He wrote all of the lyrics for the song. He wrote all the music for the songs. He did all of the editing. He did all of the footage. He did... He did it, he was a one-man show for this whole thing. It's an hour and a half special where he literally did every single aspect of it 
every single aspect it like literally when it starts there it's like the credits are Bo Burnham <laughs> like he did everything so uh it, I was just it's I saw somewhere where somebody referred to it as a masterpiece and it 100 percent is it, it's a it's a new age masterpiece one 100 yeah definitely check it out it's on Netflix yeah um we'll spoil everything here yes I mean spoiling a comedy special it's, essentially is yeah. what what it ostensibly is comedy is it's dark it's dark yeah it's dark i told andrew about it and he was like i have to watch it and then you text him and you're like i just watched it oh my gosh i watched it again i had to take notes no you told me i was like i didn't watch it again i took notes as i was watching the first time i was like holy crap um i've only watched it once i watched it three times i i almost went back and watched it again because some of these notes don't make sense to me i will help make sense of them because i also have listened to the album about a thousand times now okay that's good so first thing shows up says tv mature for language and suicide i did notice that and i was like excuse me i was like wait what i think it was talks of suicide is would have been better put yeah i think you they have their words for their their rating system i guess yes yes um so yeah, like there's he has this whole thing, let's see, where he says, There's only one thing I can do like to make the world better while being paid and being the center of attention. I like that. He's like, I'm a special kind of white guy. <laughs> and he has like during the song or before the song, he has a Venn diagram and it's one circle is Malcolm X and the other circle is Weird Al and in the middle he's just like, Me <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. It's yeah um let's see i i wrote down the quote making a literal difference metaphorically yeah um i don't know why i wrote this I, it says who are you bagel bites what is that caitlin do you remember it's when um he was talking about um like corporations taking on like racism and stuff okay and they're like yeah, and he's like, it's like who are bagel, bagel bites? bites. Who, What's your who are you, bagel yeah. bites? Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah, corporation, corporate Twitter. It's like when people get all like, the Wendy's Twitter is so fun. Like, is it? Is it fun? It's woke. Like, it's not even. I don't even know if the Wendy's Twitter is woke. It's just like it makes jokes and like takes down people or trashes them. It's like. Yeah. I don't I don't need this from corporate Twitter. I don't need corporate Twitter at all, really. And that's what it's like what was it talking about? Um probably like racism or whatever. Yeah, I was trying to think of the quote in the song, I don't remember. But yeah, it was basically like corporations take on like big things. They have to it's saying like now in America to be or in the world even to be relevant or to be uh up with it to not be criticized it's like you're a corporation you need to have a stance on everything it's like bagel bites you want bagel bites to take on racism like what are they supposed to say you know it's bagel bites it actually reminds me now that i'm thinking about it uh the mcelroy brothers after the uh the insurrection on january 6th yeah they were like tracking what all the uh pizza chains had said about it if anything yeah and they're like why hasn't Domino said anything? Are they pro-insurrection? Exactly. And that's how it is. It's like, if you don't say something, you're aligning yourself with something, even though that's not the case. It's it's freaking bagel bites, people. It's also, it reminds me again of, it, there's a quote from one of the original creators of Twitter, and it was retweeted by Stephanie McMahon, who is one of the big higher-ups in WWE. Okay. And the, tw- the quote is basically, 
philanthropy is the future of marketing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you just pretend you're doing a good thing. Yep. And that's like, hooray, that's marketing now. Yep. And that's what it, and yeah, that's basically what Bo was saying there. Yeah. So again, don't, don't look to your corporations. Corporations are bad. Corporations are here to make money. They are a business here to make money. Exactly. Their, their sole purpose is to yes. maximize profits and shareholder value. 100%. Despite whatever they will tell you. Yes. Uh, they will lie to your face. The business school will tell you that they're not doing that anymore, but they definitely are. Yes. So just understand that. They don't love you. They're not your friends. You, you mean nothing to them. You are a paycheck. Yeah. It's like, I like, for instance, let's say, Nike. So I don't like uh, WWE right now. Mm. Not for any like special, like, not even for their blood money they took from Saudi Arabia and all that. Not even for that. Yeah. I just don't like what they put out. Mm-hmm. I like all elite wrestling, but I'm sure uh, push comes to shove, they'll put profit over people. Oh, 100%. Um, That's how any business is. It's profit. It's exactly. How you, it's, it's 100% profit. You mean nothing. So, um, I wrote White Woman's Instagram. That was a song. <laughs> so good. The only thing I wrote down was that there's a part where he has flowers on his eyes and it made me think of Midsummer. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and that was messed up. That I, that that song is about uh, literally the cliche of every white woman's Instagram. Although I was proud to see, I was like, I don't have any of those pictures on my Instagram. It's mostly like dogs, family, um, random places I visit. But he's talking about the Instagrams where every picture is posed. It is not real life, and that is what social media is, and how it is rotting people's brains and he kind of talks about that where he's like oh yeah well when you're in your late 20s and you develop a dissociative uh disorder identity disorder because you know the phone's running your brain then don't come crying to me <laughs> and that's what i mean it's like a, a white woman's instagram basically saying like it's not real life every picture is post and he and he like made these pictures and like these poses where it's like it's so cliche because you see that crap all over instagram yeah. and it's so posed there's a subreddit called instagram reality where like they'll they'll point out like this is obviously like filter weirdness going on yeah or or they'll do the like the pose the posed versus Mm -hmm. uh tagged picture Mm -hmm. that whole joke yes um yeah i that's the thing though like for me anyway with like social media i've never gotten it to where like oh i'm so jealous of them and the way they're that's not been me i know that's a lot of people though like that's a problem for a lot of people so I guess like I just follow you, different people or something. You just have to say to yourself, is this real life? And look at it through that lens. Like, this is posed. This is not real. Their life is not this glamorous. And you have to just, like, say that. It's not real life. Especially if you're following, like, influencers. Yeah. There's the, uh, it's the, not real life. There's a thing where there's a picture that influencers were taking where they're on, like, a private jet. And then people realized, oh, this isn't a real private jet. It's just a set. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yes. Okay, what else you got? Um, he has a line in there where he's doing like, he's he's up there doing like, he's doing a stand-up. And he's like, can anyone shut the F up? And then like a fake crowd is like, you're not shutting the F up. Yeah. Thought that was good. Yeah. Uh, I really like the part where he's doing a fake YouTube reaction to his own stuff. Yeah, Because it was good. so very YouTube. It felt very real. It was, it was perfect. It's like, and then he did a reaction of a reaction and then a reaction of a reaction yeah. of a reaction video. And I was like, ugh, that's so... Yeah. That was one of my favorite parts of it. Uh, there's a part where he's sleeping on a wood floor. Uh, I hate that. Yeah. That that seems miserable. Don't do that. He, Bo was very depressed in the making of this. And that's very obvious. Yes. 
There's a sexting song. It's funny. Not very relatable for me. No. Or it is. I'm a player. I forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one time uh, I was dating a girl and uh, she sent me a picture of her in pajamas. So that was that was pretty cool. <laughs> like full body pajamas. That you? Yeah. Like she was in. Sent you a picture? And yes. you're like, mm, yeah. sexy. I, I don't remember how the conversation was, but it was like, yeah, send me a pic. And she sent me that, which is pretty funny. And you're like, okay, touche. Like, yeah. I like your pajamas. That's good stuff. <laughs> um, Licking his phone was messed up. Oh, that was gross. I was like, ew. Describe this to me. I don't remember it very it well. Was, it was in the sexting. It was near the end of the sexting. Oh, okay. Song. And he, it's just a picture of him. And he literally took his phone. <laughs> and I was like, ugh, please tell me if you, you sanitized before you did that. And- and here's one that I really don't remember somehow, but I wrote it down. That knife bit made me uncomfortable. Yeah, he's. it's like in between his songs, he has little bits of stuff. He talks a little bit. And it's like almost like sets, you know, kind of. And there was one point where he's like, guys, I just want to really thank you for, for, you know, I try to put out content that you like. It's very much like you would see a YouTube video of people being like, I want to thank my fans for appreciating my content. And then he just pulls up, he just has this knife and he just holds it up. And it's like, I really try, I try really, really hard to put out what you like. And, you know, sometimes I get feedback and it's not great. And he like kind of goes on. It's, it's like, it's like a YouTube creator, you know, parody on that of being like, they crave the positive feedback and the likes and the comments and the everything. You gotta get the likes. You gotta, yeah. the algorithm. Yeah. And so, and it's like, if I can't be the best, then, you know, the knife, it was very like kind of haunting. It was like, Mm. and at the end he just sits there and kind of has this faded smile at the camera with, with this knife. And it's like, you know, you can, it's, it's, it's a, a metaphor, if you will. Yeah. Uh, there's the part where he's watching his old stuff. Yeah, that was sad. It yeah. was literally, it was literally probably one of his first videos he put up on YouTube and he's just sitting there and this is near the end of it. He didn't, sh- it looks like he didn't shave or cut his hair for the entire time. And mind you, this project went well over a year of him making this stuff. And he's sitting there with this big screen and he's just, he looks so sallow. Like his face looks sunken and he just doesn't look good he looks pale and like he's just not in a great place and he's just watching and he, he's got the scraggly beard and the scraggly hair at this point and he's just watching that video of him as a as a hopeful youngster with these funny songs putting videos on youtube and it's just really depressing so it's like we've all been there where we look back at ourselves and it's like i wish i could tell them that your life sucks man or like don't be that way or or whatever and i i wonder with social media or almost like you poor you poor sob you're so naive kind of thing. maybe or because like he he mentions or something there's part about some of that stuff being problematic i guess i'm problematic yeah, yeah there's a song yeah yeah uh because i wonder like if i went back because i've been on twitter and facebook for a very long time mm-hmm. guarantee if i went back i could find stuff and go like ooh no yeah like not, that's probably that's problematic andrew yeah because it's been on there for a decade and we didn't know what was wrong back then yeah uh because i mean i when i was on facebook to start with that was in the era of uh people were still making rape jokes we've moved on from that as or a people society called stuff you're like ooh, that's gay yeah i think it was just coming out of that but it was still there mm-hmm. um suicide jokes were still big time mm-hmm. uh so i just wonder 
like if I ever were at risk of being like actually famous or popular, mm-hmm. guarantee I'm deleting my just take I'm it all down. All just, of it. just take it all down. It's not worth it. And just starting over. Yeah. Because because like every time there was um there was a football player who called people um called them queers on Twitter mm-hmm. or something like that or maybe used the f word mm-hmm. one of those two and it's like came up before the draft and like he made that tweet when he was like. 14 yeah so like i don't know i don't want to drag people when for dumb things they said when they're 14 too much and now that now we have so much of a record of it yeah which is so weird i i suspect society will just move in such a way where we'll just be like we'll we'll deal with it we'll be like yeah he was 14 whatever yeah. as long as it wasn't like kill all non-whites we'll be like it's fine it's yeah. fine we'll, we'll find a way to get past this everybody has said something they regret at some point oh yeah i say something i regret every single day yeah <laughs> i've so every once in a while i'll listen back to the podcast like just to because for one i edit it and also yeah just to just to see what it sounds like or whatever mm-hmm. see what i can improve maybe and i'll just be like oh andrew what are you doing Ooh. you could have done that better or not done it at all whichever yeah. one yeah um let's see oh there's the part where he's like I was hoping to finish this before I was 30. Yeah. He's like, sits there by a clock as it turns midnight. And, he turned, and you know, that was like, dang, that hits home because guess who else turned 30 in a pandemic sitting alone at home? This girl. And it was super depressing. And of course, this song, it was like, when I, when my granddad was 27, he served time in Vietnam. When I was 27, I built a birdhouse with my mom. Oh, F. He says, oh, F. How am I turning 30? And that's what he says. And it's like, that's how, like, exactly my mindset. It's like, how am I 30? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to my world. Yeah. It was very, like, I was like, ah, Bo, I get it. I also turned 30. Ugh, it was, sucked, man. I didn't turn 30 during a pandemic, but I still didn't care for it. Yeah. It still still aged another year. Still was one of those moments of like, hmm, what have I done? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. It was nothing. Oh. Oh, no that's why he's like oh f <laughs> i wasted my 20s my except, life except fading. he says the real word not no f yeah he says the real word a lot yeah he does which i totally, um, totally appreciate uh, and there's a there's a great part where he says and now my stupid friends are having stupid children and now my stupid friends are ha- now my stupid friends are having stupid children yeah that's in the 30s song i'm turning 30s on there was a part in that wh- Stup- yeah my stupid friends are having stupid children that was like the part where i realized that everybody else was growing up except for me yeah because they were having kids and they were like yeah we've been trying for a while it wasn't whoops yeah i was like you meant to do that? That was on purpose? Weird. <clears throat> I guess y'all grew up and I didn't. That's fine. I think that's kind of like where he's at. He's like, how am I 30? My friends are having kids. and ugh. I, It's like when I when I was 20 something, I, when I, like, I used to wake up. I used to go to sleep at night with a dream and wake up with purpose. And it's like, and now I'm turning 30. And it's like, yeah. I don't know anything about waking up with a dream and a purpose. I never did that. Yeah, you know. Even before. Yeah, you know. Even before I wasn't doing that. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah um let's see here uh oh there's a here's where the suicide comes in he yeah. says in 2030 i'll be 40 and kill myself then he's like he's like and it's then it 2020 cuts. And then, 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 i'll do another 10 2030 i'll be 40 and kill myself then and yeah then it, cuts. And it cuts away to him like he's like i'm not gonna kill myself yeah I, i'm not he has to disclose that there because i mean the, the 
suicide jokes used to be a thing like yeah i guess i don't know we just lost our taste for it yeah it took longer than rape jokes i think probably because it's a self-inflicted thing yeah yeah maybe i don't know but it was i would say probably five years ago is when people were like yeah don't let's not maybe not let's not do that and he's like and that's i mean he's like i'm not gonna kill myself but i think if you watch this you you can tell like did he have did he have dark thoughts? He had dark thoughts during the making of this. Probably so. He's a comedy man. Yeah. They all have dark thoughts. For real, though. Um, there's the part where it's like a fake video game. Press X to wake up. It's like day 53, 253. And yeah. he's like, oh, I guess I'll cry guy, again. Yeah, this guy's been here for a while. We'll make him walk. <laughs> oh, you can't exit the door. I guess we'll uh, cry again and see what happens. Yeah, it was like. Uh, probably cry again. It's tough, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says. My mental health is rapidly approaching an ATL, all-time low. Yeah, not Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Hmm, I don't know. The You're reading over your notes? This is, uh, this is one of those things where I wonder... Certain people are built to deal with the pandemic better than others. For instance, me, because I'm not very extroverted. Yeah. I like to sometimes go out and uh, socialize once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I'll think, I should do this more. Then I do it. And I'm like, no, I just want... the worst. I only liked it that one time. Yeah. I need to not do this for another three months. It was... I got my fill. Uh, so I was uniquely built to deal with it. Also, the fact that I'm bald, so I just shave my head. So I don't have to worry about the barber issues. Yeah. My, my hair's not like, going to be a problem. He was like, I made an appointment and it got rescheduled again. <laughs> I mean, his hair and his beard are gross by the end of it. Um, so we've also got that Welcome to the Internet song. That is my favorite song. It's basically like, Welcome to the Internet. You can literally have anything you could ever want. And he like describes a bunch of stuff. And it's like, yeah, the Internet is a dark place. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, like, would you like to see any famous women's feet? Yeah, that's what it, that's one of the lines. And I mean, it's basically like the Internet is here with everything you want. If you don't find something you, you like, you'd be the first person because you can you everything is at your fingertips even all this dark stuff and it talks about it's like the whole it, he presents the song as like uh john and i were talking about this is like um a devil a, a demon luring you in like welcome to the internet take a look around yeah. and it's like anything it, and everything you all want, the time yeah anything you want can be found we have mountains of i mean it's like it's like a carnivalish song and he's like welcome to the internet you know come on in and it's like luring you in it's like and then it comes to a break in the song where it gets to like a soft spot. it's like you you insatiable you we've been waiting for you this whole time to come in and it's like we you know like it's like the internet is going to devour you and then and then the the evil laugh he does in that song do you remember that yes it is so good because it's like it, yeah it's 100 percent. the internet is is a demon waiting for you to come in to eat you alive it's also the one i remember having the most cuts in it for uh like editing wise where i'm like oh that's that would have been very difficult to coordinate by yourself the way he has yeah he uh yeah yeah it's it's all very difficult i can't believe he did it all by himself and speaking of the women's feet thing i just want to mention real quick there oh is literally a site called wiki feet that's disgusting. Isn't it weird? Why did you why did you say that? I just wanted you to know. Gross. I don't want to know. It's too late. See, and that's the internet. Use welcome to the internet. Anyway. Any weird thing is on there. You can find it just about. I love that song. I was like, gosh, that ain't the truth. 
and there's all this stuff where he's freaking out about finishing the special yeah uh he's like i don't know if it's gonna get done i wrote pirates should take better care of their maps oh yeah that's the thing he was like it was like he was doing a fake stand-up he's like what's up with that you know every time i come to a map it's all burnt and and whatever you think if you're traveling the world you want to know where your treasure is it's a fake stand-up thing oh yeah and then uh, he he like just stares at a light yeah yeah so he's in a dark place for this yeah, I really like it. My fa- One of my favorite ones, too, was All Eyes on Me. I've listened to that song a thousand times. That's the one I made you listen to before yeah. you saw it. And it's like, you say the ocean's rising, like I give it yeah. like, a poop. Uh, you say the whole world's ending, honey, it already did. And it's like, you're not going to change it. I know you tried, but you can't. So come on, get in. You got it good now get inside it's like doesn't matter nothing matters just come inside and it was like oh gosh that song yeah it hit, hits you and he talks about how like how depressed he is basically i mean it's funny but it's almost like at his expense because you can tell he's he's in a bad place man he's had some time for self-reflection as well there's a lot of that in there a lot of self-reflection it's really good i recommend it you have to don't if you're already in a bad place, don't watch it because it'll make you in a worse place. Uh, or do I was in a bad place? I watched it. And yeah. I was fine ish. You did okay. Yeah. Okay. I, don't I know. was I was laughing and crying at the uh, same yeah, time. Exactly, and that's what I think he's like. I don't know how to feel. I think that's where he's at. He's like, everything's screwed, man. We're all screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sad news. I cannot report the end of uh, weather football is coming home or not because they decided to have the game tied at this point and well what are you gonna do they're ending it looks like they're ending full-time tied so they're gonna have to go to extras so so you all will know when this comes out yeah what did football come home or go to rome who knows we don't know i don't know but I, I think I don't have anything else. I think it's maybe that's a yeah. It's, I think that's time a wrap. to end. A wrap on that, guys. Thank you so much. Sorry we missed last week. Um, I need you to be forgiving and understanding, though. I think you all are. Um, this has been Paint the Town Dead. I am Caitlin. That's Andrew. We come out with episodes usually every Tuesday, unless there's just something going on. Because you know what, we have lives and things happen. So uh, and that's okay. Uh, we don't get paid for this. In fact, we're negative money. So it's just a hobby that we enjoy. Yeah, I just had some more money taken out of my account. Don't worry about it. <laughs> for, for our subscription that we pay so that you can listen to this. Yeah. Also, I mean, hey, if we miss an episode, there's now 69 episodes. So <laughs> I meant to do a sexy one this week, but I didn't get around to it. Well, there's an affair somewhere in there, so it's fine. There was. You're right. So, um, anyways, you can catch us on Facebook at Paint the Town Dead. You can catch us on uh, Twitter. No, you can, hold on. I haven't done this in a week. Facebook, Paint the Town Dead. Instagram, Paint the Town Dead, all one word. You can catch us at Twitter at PTTDPod. You can email us at PTTDPod at gmail.com. We also have a TikTok that we have done nothing with, and it's PTTDPod as well. Um, we're on pretty much every streaming service. Please be sure to subscribe on there. Like anything you can rate five stars, anything you can share any content you can, um, any interaction you has have with us helps us. And we really appreciate it. Um, like I said, episodes, most Tuesdays, uh, unless something happens. Uh, yeah, we enjoy what we do and we're glad we can bring it to you. Um, 
So yeah, thank you guys for listening. And we'll be back with another episode next week. And we'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye.